0: Welcome back everybody, rate, subscribe, let us know what you like or do not like about the show, whatever you whatever you think, and I hope you like it more than more than not, <laughs> but this is the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez, and my man Jack, uh, he, is, he is not going to be able to make it with us today, normally he is, but um, it's going to be me. Um, we're going to be talking about a topic that we should have talked about a long time ago, and we have talked about it in quite a few areas uh, of the show and instances if you've been listening for a while. But if you're new, um, this is going to be good for you to, to really just kind of hone in on the entourage effect. So what is the entourage effect? What is it all, you know, why do we hear it all the time? We're talking about cannabis and it has a lot to do with homeostasis, right? You may have definitely heard about it. So we are going to go to Wikipedia to talk about what it actually is, right? So what is the entourage effect? Uh, so according to the definition I was able to find in our trusty Wikipedia, the entourage effect is a proposed mechanism by which cannabis compounds other than THC act synergistically with it to modulate the overall psychoactive effects of the plant, right? So, um, that phrase, the entourage effect, uh, kind of can be summed up to just simply say that the sum of all the parts of the plant kind of lead, to the the magic or the power of the cannabis plant, right? So when you take other cannabinoids, terpenoids, terpenes, flavonoids, all these, you know, fatty acids, everything that's included in that, when you put all that stuff together, the idea with the entourage effect is that it's only going to be better when you add all the sum of the parts, right? So this will make a lot more sense as we go along. Um, So... The next question obviously when we're talking about this is wh- why is this topic important, right? So why is it so important that we understand the entourage effect, we we research it? I think there's so many reasons to to you know really research the entourage effect. And I think the first reason is really looking at the two main groups that that are essentially against the entourage effect, <laughs> I guess, when we're looking at them, right? Uh, as far as cannabis users go, or cannabis, um, I don't even know if they're users, enthusiasts, I guess. Uh, the first group is the THC-only users, right? These are the guys that, like, they, you know, they, they use THC on a regular basis, uh, but not, even looking for anything CBD related. And then you have the CBD only users. And this is the complete opposite. This is a group that only has interest in isolating CBD with no other cannabinoids, terpenes involved. Um, You know, kind of like the fear of the unknown type of thing, uh, not wanting to get drug tested, maybe something like that. Both of those scenarios um, don't really allow either of those groups to understand cannabis fully the way that you know, it probably should really be understood when you're using it as an individual, right? When the first person ever used cannabis, they didn't extract anything. They just took the plant and they tried it. And, you know, that was that was that. Um, So so anyways, guys, uh, you know. The THC, when you look at both of those scenarios, either of those people are, are not going to see any of, you know, the, the the real benefits of the entourage effect that, that we should be seeing when you're utilizing cannabis. The THC only users are not going to see any of the medical benefits, right? Um, and I've even seen, you know, long time THC users cut off from cannabis due to either mental fatigue. Um, or anxieties, right? And and these are things that cannabis also can help fix a lot of the times that we've seen, um, especially recently with studies. And I've also seen CBD only users stop using cannabis since you know they may not really feel anything, right? Like they they're using CBD only and they're like, eh, "I don't really think it really did much for me," right? And that unfortunately really isn't a fair assessment because you know, what What we know about cannabis is that you need the full plan. And so it doesn't benefit anybody to not really try the full spectrum use of the plant, and, and then, you know, have a review on it. That's my, that's my opinion, right? Um, it's hard for you to say cannabis doesn't work for me when you've only tried CBD, or you've only tried mainly THC, right? So, <clears throat> and that's kind of the case when you, a lot of people with these medical cards, I mean, these things are, maybe the first time someone's using cannabis, I mean, that was one of my first things I, I really started utilizing. Those are 80, 90% THC, right? So I mean, it's very likely you can really isolate this THC for a lot of people and not even get into the CBD component. Luckily, I did. So what we know about, you know, the, the, the entourage effect, right? And, and here's essentially everything we know. Um, there are cannabinoids that stretch into essentially the hundreds when it comes to the cannabis plant. So it's not only CBD and THC. We're, we're looking at all kinds of other cannabinoids, CBG, THCV, CBC. Um, we also know that the ECS, the endocannabinoid system has all these receptors throughout the body, throughout the body, notably CB1 in the brain and nervous system and CB2 receptors in the immune system and other related organs, right? And so when these receptors are activated, that's how they go through all of those magical processes that create homeostasis in the mind and body, right? So the CB1 receptors and nervous system, a lot of times you may, if you're feeling down, if they're activated, the C B one receptors, you'll feel up again. And CB2 receptors if your body's feeling maybe pain or inflamed those CB2 receptors are activated and then you may not feel that anymore right so CBD you know as we know doesn't directly really act on these receptors it encourages other endocannabinoid recruits essentially within the body to you know do that on its behalf and anandamide is that cannabinoid that is similar to THC right However, other cannabinoids or terpenes, fatty acids, flavonoids within the cannabis plant also uh, act on these receptors to activate the appropriate homeostasis response that's needed and it won't get you psychoactively impaired. So think about, you know, when you're just looking at CBD compared to everything else that you could be looking at within the plant. Um, If you're just taking something like a high CBD tincture, that has all these other particles and components in it, because it's a full spectrum tincture, you're going to be able to get the best use out of that tincture opposed to only having a CBD isolate tincture or a THC only isolate tincture, right? And that, that's exactly what I was, you know, the opposite effect for THC is that um, the entourage effect for THC, you know, if you only use THC, you're going to have, you know, anxiety, you're going to have that brain fog, right? Right. Um, when you add a little bit of CBD, you lose the brain fog, you lose the anxiety. It's it's like I kind of equate it to putting oil in the car, and you know, like with like just only or just only having the car with gas, right? So if you only have a car with gas and you put no oil in the car, then the car is gonna burn out. It's gonna like the engine's gonna start like getting all hot and everything. So you have to have oil in the car, and that's kind of what CBD is. It kind of keeps things like. Greased and moving effectively, so THC doesn't overtake the cannabinoid receptors and dull the system, right? Which dull the endocannabinoid system essentially. So, all of for all of those reasons, it's really important, you know, to to understand the endocannabinoid system, the entourage effect, homeostasis, and so. There's been a ton of studies that have been looked at, and I believe 1998 in Israel was when we had the first study kind of looking at the entourage effect, Um, but in 2009, about 10 years later. Scientists actually define four main mechanisms of the entourage effect as follows. The first one is the ability to affect um, many different areas or parts of the body all at once, right? Uh, The next one is the ability to improve the absorption of active ingredients in the body. The third characteristic of entourage effect is the ability to overcome bacterial defense mechanisms. And the fourth characteristic is the ability to minimize adverse effects. Right. So, if you think about CBD and all of those different points that I just mentioned, you'll see that it, you know, how just CBD alone, when you add it to a full spectrum flower, right, um, will just like offset and really maximize and optimize the benefits fully of of that strain that you're looking to to get out of that experience, right? So, the entourage effect um, is believed to emerge from from interactions between cannabinoids and uh terpenes and terpenes and cannabinoids and and terpenes you know we hear that a lot but terpenes are the essential oils with distinctive aromas and flavored flavors so if if you're on if you've been on the show before we've have all kinds of shows and hacks on cannabis and and terpenes and, and the likes but to really understand what terpenes are, I mean, you see them everywhere all the time. And what they are essential oils with with all of those little flavors, so limonene and oranges and 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 like, like your basils and your peppers and all of those different aromas that you smell in the kitchen are all part of the terpene world, right? And this is what we're talking about in your cannabis plant. And that is what helps create that entourage effect. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on pod and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.